Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The World is a Stage. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it is Monday, May 16th in the year 2022. And it's a crazy world. It never stops being crazier. I think probably one of the better memes of the day, we got a couple of them, but this one tops the list. Please spay or neuter your Democrat. <laughs> I couldn't think of better advice at this point in time. It's good stuff. All right, Patriots, before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. Make sure you're keeping your health and immune system strong. And those are the reasons we push these great products every night. You want to make sure you are sleeping well because they're trying to bury you down and break your immune system and make you sick. And we don't want that. So take a listen to this great message from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And that's MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is our Bards Nation's landing page. Best place in town right there. You're going to find all the latest specials on that are going on on MyPillow, especially these buy one, get one free specials. And you're going to get a copy of Mike Lindell's book, every purchase you make with your promo code. And your promo code, of course, is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. If you want to speak to a human being that breathes air and lives like us, just call and speak to a Patriot Pillow Counselor at 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Use your promo code BARDS and they will get you hooked right up. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS promo code BARDS. Patriots, there's a world we're in right now is a crazy world. And there's no question that we are in the midst of the massive, most massive programming attempt probably ever in human history to get people to believe in the lies. And the lies are many. And right now, since we start to see many of the lies being unraveled, we are absolutely being barraged more than ever to lead us to destruction. And the whole trick to this whole thing is that we must destroy ourselves. 
The biggest power that the deep state has is the control over the mind. And there's many out here that are having control over the mind. Now, before we get much farther tonight, I'm going to highlight a couple of things. Tomorrow night, we've got Corey's digs on, and she's fantastic. She's doing, She's been doing some great research into food and food security, and you've heard me mention some of her work. It is really top-notch. She's been digging deep into the entire concept of this new manufactured, genetically-focused whatever else we want to call it, food is just absolutely horrible. But that's what they're trying to do is force everybody into the cities. This is all Agenda 2030 stuff. And it's all built around all the different components of this model, everything from UBIs, universal basic incomes, to the fourth industrial revolution, robotics, electric cars, Internet of Things, you name it. And, of course, the most important part, which is to genetically alter your food and make your food And that's great things like products that they like to bring out that are genetically grown meat. Ugh, that's like the worst. Impossible Burgers is is one of those. I don't even want to know why they're sometimes located near Planned Parenthood. Ugh, and if you're eating those, good luck. That's all I'm going to say. And on the subject of food, uh, Helios Farms, which is... I'll put the link below the website. Helios Farms is having a Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness Festival on May 27th to May 30th of this month. I'll be speaking on. I'll be up there and speaking on Sunday. Um, they're going to have three days of a. It's a camping event. You can go to their site. Sounds like a pretty good event. They're going to be doing a lot of different things to cover how a farm works and the different aspects to a farm. So you can check that out. There's a registration and and their registration fees are all on their website, Helios, H-E-L-I-O-S, Farms, and that's in Oregon. So I'll, uh, again, I'll be be there on the 30th of May, but they're going to be running it 27th to the 30th, it looks like. And they'll be doing a whole bunch of different things on farm operations. They're going to be doing some homesteading stuff. There'll be some live music. Sounds like a pretty good event. So if you want to check that out, um, I'll put the link down below. All right, moving along here. We got a lot of news to cover, a lot of different things that have been happening over the weekend. And I'm going to start off with kind of some weird stuff. Um, Ukraine, the Reuters today published a, a Twitter post, and the headline of the Twitter post read, and this is from Reuters, I want to be clear about this. Ukraine says it has repelled Russian incursion in sunny in the Sumi region. Sounds dramatic. The photo they they posted is just unbelievable. It's incredible, in fact. (laughs) And it looks so good. I mean, these guys look like they're in the middle of a fight. It's just a slight little problem. They all have paint guns, and they're all wearing paintball masks and paintball gear. And, oh, my, that's so good. You can't make this stuff up. I didn't do it. They did it. In another strange bit of news, um, is this comes from Ukraine News on Twitter. And this is just a an account called that. I can't find any. It's not like it's official. But what's interesting is in the same area that was claimed that the Russians and the, in particular the Z Battalion arrested 
uh, a Canadian colonel, I believe it was, there is now a post that says, and this is unconfirmed, I want to be clear about this, but it's something to keep your eyes on, that apparently U.S. Admiral Eric Olson may have been arrested by, captured, I guess I should say, by the Z Battalion. Uh, This is going along with a ton of rumors right now that the Russians have been quietly arresting NATO and U.S. and French officials, and that's either FSB or GRU, their intelligence service. GRU is their military intelligence service, and that they have been preparing for some sort of a big parade to show, well, quote-unquote, to parade them out in front of cameras. I don't know this for a fact. I'm just kind of giving you the scuttlebutt on Ukraine, which is interesting, as always. And it's just, it's a war. Again, we have no idea what's really going on there. And because of that, we, again, the world is a stage, just like we talked about tonight. This is a, this is a crazy time we're living in when we, so much deception's going on. It's like we're watching a movie, which sounds familiar, but it's worse than that because it's a movie that is really more like a Friday the 13th horror show, the way it's playing out. I'm going to begin tonight with a five-minute piece that I played last night, but it's important enough to play it again tonight. And this piece is by Greg Reese from InfoWars. It's a, an amazing piece that they put together looking at Ukraine, Nazis, and the, uh, the connection, how that, how that all comes together through the ages and what it implies for us today. So take a listen to this five-minute piece. It, it'll kind of set the foundation for everything we're going to do tonight. Zelensky recently described Putin's denazification of Ukraine as laughable, and the brainwashed flock of the mainstream media certainly must agree. They have been told that Nazis wave the American flag and vote Republican, and the brainwashed flock always believe what they are told. But those of us still cleaving to our sanity remember that Nazis were members of Hitler's National Socialist Party from the 1930s and 40s. And not only were there thousands of Nazis in Western Ukraine back then, it is still a big part of their national pride. Nazi war criminal Stepan Bandera is a national hero, and there are actual Nazi organizations still thriving in Ukraine, including the Azov Regiment, which is now a part of Ukraine's armed forces. The Nazification of Ukraine is well documented and easily verified, as is the Nazification of America. During the 1930s, there were many notable Americans who supported the Nazis, such as Prescott Bush, Henry Ford, and Fred Koch, banks such as J.P. Morgan and Chase Manhattan, companies such as General Motors, Standard Oil, Shell, and IBM. Major General Smedley Butler of the U.S. Marines was asked by these powerful entities to help them install National Socialism in the United States. I appeared before the Congressional Committee, the highest representation of the American people under subpoena to tell what I knew of activities, which I believe might lead to an attempt to set up a fascist dictatorship. I was supposed to lead an organization of 500,000 men which would be able to take over the functions of government. And when that plan failed, 
War broke out in Europe with the support of the banks and these American corporate entities. After World War II, only about a dozen were brought to justice at the Nuremberg trials. The Catholic Church and the Vatican helped thousands of Nazis evade capture via the rat lines, which brought them mostly to South America, where they built an entire town in Argentina. In Operation Paperclip, the United States secretly absorbed thousands of Nazis into the U.S. government, where they led the NASA space program and helped pioneer the military-industrial complex as well as Big Pharma. Many believe that being a Nazi is synonymous with being anti-Jewish, which may have been true in 1930s Germany, but it's complicated. Many high-ranking Nazis themselves, including Adolf Hitler, were Ashkenazi Jews, who can be traced back to the notorious Khazars, who mysteriously mass-converted to Judaism about 1,300 years ago in the region now known as Ukraine. Ashkenazi Jews ran the political Zionist movement in Germany, and for several years, the Zionists were the only political party allowed to operate inside Germany by the Nazis. Both the Zionists and the Nazis wanted their own ethnically pure state. And for years before their final solution, the Nazis helped the Zionists in their efforts to establish the state of Israel within Palestine. It was far more complicated than mere racial hatred. Nazism can best be described as fascism, and fascism is godlessness. The word Nazi is a made-up slur, but the word fascist can be clearly defined. It stems from the Latin word fasces, which is a bundle of sticks banded together to form a deadly weapon, an old-school meme that represents the deadly power of an organized mob, a gang. When men lack a personal relationship with God, they inevitably band together out of fear. Submitting to the strong man for a small taste of dominance, they become just another beast in the jungle. And today, we can clearly see this fascist mentality in all of these godless groups. The woke, the Satanists, the transhumanists, and the genocidal mass murderers of the Great Reset are all merging together into one giant Foskies. Godless men and women banded together out of fear. Fascists serving the strong man. Spiritually speaking, these are the weakest among us. And so far, we are allowing them to destroy everything. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Oh, we have become such sheep over time. Programmed by the media, programmed by churches to all be pacified, to all love thy brother and accept everything at all costs. That's where we have arrived. If you'll pay attention to what sits behind the speaker's podium in the house, especially where they do the State of the Union speech. Take a look on the left and the right of the flags, and you will see the exact logo, emblem, that Greg Reese was describing, the Foskies symbol. It's a bundle of sticks with an axe, and there happens to be one that frames the U.S. flag in the House of Representatives. That should tell you just about everything about what we really are in terms of our government, not our people, but our government. But he points out a very good, he makes a very good point that what we're seeing right now is the coalescing of the freaks, of the fascists, of the Foskies, 
of this world, the transgender nut jobs, the LGBT movement that's sitting silent on the groomers. We have the politicians. We have the corporate freaks and, and psychopaths. All the psychopaths are coming together into one big agreement that they want to take over the world. I can't imagine a world like that. Well, yeah, actually, I can. I think that's called the Lake of Fire, and I'm not staying for that show. As a matter of fact, they can have it, and we'll just press the elevator and send them on the down button. But this is literally what these people are doing and what they're about. They're going to attack a minority church or college or grocery store, some type of minority gathering. And or a massive white supremacist attack they stage. That's all the pre-programming in the media, so you know what's coming. And you're going to be bad because you were a Republican voter, period. That's how they intend to do this is connect the Republican Party to white supremacism and the Second Amendment to it. That's how they're pushing for violence and preparing real false flags, not just guys dressed up like white nationalists to discredit the Republican gubernatorial candidate in Virginia, but violence, my friends. And that's So if you go to a black church or you go to a you know, rural, say, black grocery store, you better be packing. You better be watching. Because let me tell you, the deep states are coming. That was Alex Jones before this last weekend's mass shootings, which, by the way, I think when we have like five or six out of the weekend of the false flag events, you notice something that didn't happen, though they've tried. It's, I find this interesting. They have tried to fan the flames of gun control, and it hasn't happened yet, but I don't think they're even close to done with that one. Keep your eyes on the 22nd of May. My guess, like I keep saying, is they will vote to remove U.S. sovereignty even though that is explicitly against the Constitution and the Supreme Court ruling that declared that that was to be illegal, but they don't care. And why should they, right? Because this is a fascist world we're in. In fact, it was the case Marbury versus Madison in 1803 that ruled this, it is impossible for a law which violates the Constitution to be valid. And it goes on to say, all laws which are repugnant to the Constitution are null and void. So we know that they're way outside their boundaries. And the question is, who's going to rein them in? Now, obviously, there's a lot of eyes right now on Durham, which to everybody's surprise today, Will the real Durham please stand up? And he did. He appeared out of nowhere and walking into court today. The man is real. He's not just a meme. And he does kind of look like the Punisher dude, kind of. So anyway, that's apparently moving forward. But as I say so many times, don't put all your hopes in one person or one thing. There's way too much of that happening still. This is going to take an action by the people. And we have not exploited our power yet. They're giving us the stage. They're showing us what they're wanting to do to us. They keep showing it. And somehow we just keep biting into it. We're dealing with controlled opposition. And that in itself is one of the most difficult things for people to process is what controlled opposition actually is. The controlled opposition is playing both ends to the middle. And right now we are seeing that happen over and over and over and over. And it's because most everybody in the political spectrum is there because they've bought into a couple critical things. They believe in the fourth industrial revolution. They believe in genetic manipulation. 
They believe in this new advanced mRNA injection series, death shots. They believe in 5G. They believe in consolidation of corporate agriculture. They believe in Wall Street. You've got to start realizing how much these people are playing in. And until we get to somebody who's willing to call this out and burn it all down with us, we have to continue to do our thing. The most radical move that people can make individually and collectively is to break from the system. We have to separate from the beast that's trying to keep us trapped within it. And that's just the way it is. Now, looking at how they operate is always important because they never fail to tell us what they're doing or what they're going to do. Take a listen to this piece from the series Utopia. This is two minutes and 21 seconds. This was done a few, um, what, four or five seasons ago? Take a listen to this. I've done so many terrible things, but what we are doing is right. Did you... Did you just say right? Brown people, white people, Jews. I assume you're referring to Carvel's supposed paper on eugenics. But Carvel was misunderstood. Yeah. Just like Hitler. He wasn't talking about race. He was talking about survival. We've now passed seven billion on this planet. When I was born, it was a little over two. Food prices are rising. Oil is ending. When our resources end in 20 years, given everything that we know of our species, do you really think we're going to just share? So your answer to that is some kind of genocide? No, it is not. It is not genocide. Our answer to this is Janus. Janus consists of a protein and an amino acid. Independently of each other, they're harmless. But when they're brought together in the subject, They act as a genetic trigger that prevents chromosomal division. The cell targeted can no longer replicate itself and is thereby rendered useless. The change is permanent and hereditary. And which cells are targeted? Those that control fertility, Becky. The purpose of Janus is to sterilize. The purpose of Janus is to sterilize the entire human race. Janus affects 90 to 95% of the population, leaving only 1 in 20 fertile. We predict the population will plateau at 500 million in just under 100 years. By then, normal breeding rates should resume but on a planet that will feel empty. Insane. To do nothing is insane. You accuse us of being genocidal. Not acting is genocide. There it is. They told us before, like they've told us in other shows, time and again what they were going to do. And these just go off on the air just like nothing. People just... Go along, they listen, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, that was a good show. Nice. As it settles into your subconscious. And then when they launch the effect, people just like, oh, guess what? I can't believe it. That fictional show was right. There is a pandemic. Oh, my goodness, we're all going to die. But don't worry, because science is here to fix it for you. Well, here's a perspective on science that's worth listening to, because 
we're far from what science is and what the universities are teaching and what our youth are becoming is a nightmare. People talk glibly about science. What is science? People coming out of a university with a master's degree or a PhD, you take them into the field and they, they literally don't believe anything and this is a peer-reviewed paper. It's the only thing they accept. And you say to them, but let's observe, let's think, let's discuss. They don't do it. It's just, is it in a peer-reviewed paper or not? <laughs> That's their view of science. I think it's pathetic. Gone into universities as bright young people, they come out of them brain dead, not even knowing what science means. They think it means peer-reviewed papers, etc. No, that's academia. And if a paper is peer-reviewed, it means everybody thought the same, therefore they approved it. An unintended consequence is that when new knowledge emerges, new scientific insights, they can never, ever be peer-reviewed. So we're blocking all new advances in science that are big advances if you look at the breakthroughs in science almost always they don't come from the center of that profession they come from the fringe the finest candle makers in the world couldn't even think of electric lights they don't come from within they often come from outside the brakes we're going to kill ourselves because of stupidity <laughs> i think we're we're doing really well there by the way the mass of stupid has now assumed control of the ship, Captain. And there is not much we can do if we sit on the sideline and wait for someone else to fix it for us. But Australia got a kind of got a reminder of that. Listen to this piece that comes from Australia. And Australia, love you to death, but I hope you guys hear this piece because what this reflects on you as people in a nation is an eye-opener for everybody and just how proud the elites are of what they've done to you and what they want to do to everybody else. We've announced today are relatively mild. Um, the level two restrictions are much harsher, uh, and we haven't uh, made a decision in relation to those at this point in time. Yeah. 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 Well, there's, there's, it, we have to watch. You see, Western Australia is... Western Australia is an experiment. We basically have had very few Omicron cases. We have very high vaccination levels, and we have a very compliant population. Did you just hear that? We are an experiment in WA. Yeah. Can you understand that? And we're Listen. a compliant population. We're compliant. We are compliant. We will believe the bullshit he lies to us about. Wake up, everybody. And no, that was not from the series Utopia. That was a real broadcast followed by commentary of somebody who was listening to it. Can you not see what's going on? I mean, this is, we are here because people have been truly compliant sheep. Question nothing, obey, obey, obey. And that's why we're in this situation. The deep state and the globalists here are very aware of who has not complied. And they're ramping up for round two. And whether you like it or not, it's going to be rough. Going ahead is going to be a bumpy ride. So the issue is, are we going to make the same mistakes? Because we already know what their theater show looks like. 
and we know it's going to get crazier. The economy is probably going to be collapsed. That's coming. If you're not ready, get ready. You can expect to, to see and have them try to execute mandatory vaccinations. You can tell yourself it's not going to happen. You can tell yourself you aren't going to comply. Get yourself in a position so you don't have to. Two years ago, when this thing all started, and I started to tell people, if you're wearing a mask now, you'll take the vax later, the rash of comments I got was unbelievable. Unfortunately, much of what I said proved true. If you don't have the strength to stand now and you aren't prepared to stand now, you're going to be in a bad position. Prepping, getting ready to be able to separate from this economy is the greatest weapon we have, and it's the very foundation of how we won this nation to begin with. Remember, the musket wasn't the lead element of victory. It was the boycott and those that refused to participate within the British economy that ultimately stripped the guts out of the 50% of the imports out of Britain. So the revenues just vanished. That is, how our, that is our greatest power in this whole fight. But they're not, they have all sorts of tools at hand to do what they need to do. And we as a people have to be strong in our faith, committed to God, and stronger in that place than they are in breaking our will. Take a listen to this piece about HARP. Really interesting. In 1983, I did radio tomography with 30 watts looking for oil in the ground. I found 26 oil wells over a nine-state area, and 100% of the time was accurate with just 30 watts of power beaming straight into solid rock. HARP uses a billion watts beamed straight into the ionosphere for experiments. Picture these strings on the piano as layers of the earth. Each one has its own frequency. What we used to do is beam radio waves into the ground and it would vibrate any strings that were present in the ground. We might get a sound back like and we'd say that's natural gas. We might get a sound back like and we say that's crude oil. We were able to identify each frequency. We accomplished this with just 30 watts of radio power. If you do this with a billion watts the vibrations are so violent that the entire piano would shake. In fact, the whole house would shake. In fact, the vibrations could be so severe underground that could even cause an earthquake. Even cause an earthquake. Wow, isn't that amazing? Not that we've had any earthquakes lately. You see, they have the tools, but we have something greater. And you know, I, I went through this, I've been through this a lot over the last six years, looking at every possible tactical and strategic angle. And it always comes down to a couple of things. Number one, our will and our willingness to stand against and not participate in their system. That's a big win because they need us to be part of their system. And if they didn't, they'd already nuke us out of the way. Keep that in mind. We also need to have the ability to be resilient, which means you have to have the independence so that you aren't affected by their threats. That means food. That means shelter. That means the sort of basics in life that you know that you can be resilient with, and that means also building community. Now, one of the critical things that for home defense and keeps them away from us, away from our homes, are is the Second Amendment, and that's something to preserve and to cherish and to make sure you're disciplined in keeping up your skills. That's critical. When you put those things together and you start to realize the magnitude of people being able to take back this nation, it's huge. 
The fourth of this is to whether you're going to believe and comply to what they say. The number of Americans still that are willing and, and obedient to the laws is stunning. There is nothing right now going in our government that is for the benefit of the people. When we talk about this event on the 22nd of May, and it, is a, it will have potentially huge consequences in, the, in a perspective of the United States, you can expect that if they're going to hand sovereignty over to the WHO, they will follow with this very shortly on with saying that guns and right-wing radicalism are a health risk to the United States, and they will try to use that against people. But this is probably one of the best memes today, and it's the one that really <laughs> strikes me, and I shake my head at why we are even here. And it reads this. Legal U.S. gun owners have 300 million guns and probably a trillion rounds of ammo. Seriously, folks, if we were the problem, you'd know it. And it, that's it right at the core. Why have we been so willing to give up our strength? And I struggle with this every day, but it all comes down to two words, defiance or compliance. And there's way too much willingness to comply. And sadly, and I will be blunt about this, one of the worst groups of compliance are United States Christians. They are compliant because we've been told over and over, love thy neighbor, that doesn't mean give away everything that God gave you. There's been a lack of strength in our communities, and we have to rebuild it, and it's up to us to make the stand. They're waging war. Don't kid yourself. Here's another perspective on the food war, which is pretty interesting. This has to do with pig infertility and where that's coming from. Going into their full pregnancies, and instead of a, a normal litter of babies we were having, they would deliver bags of water or they wouldn't do anything. As we worked our way through this, we've, we found through word of mouth and media coverage another 25 farmers in five states that had exactly the same problems. Our whole problem was the fact that we were not getting sows pregnant. It wasn't just us, but there was a lot of people in, in the area that, that had the same problem. Um, so we uh, figured out that uh, everybody was feeding the same seed corn. We've had trouble with conception rate. We did testing, did everything, nothing worked. We're finding out it's traced clear back to the seed corn. It makes you wonder with the genetic modified stuff, what we're finding out now with it. And we're just touching the tip of the iceberg, I think. I had one gentleman in Nebraska. He was feeding the BT corn to the sows, and he had trouble with the conception of that group of sows. He switched away from using that BT corn, and the problem went away. Genetically modified corn isn't really corn anymore anyway. But there's just another dimension of this whole war on food and the war against us. We know very well that they're trying to build, they are building, not trying to, they are building these massive facilities within urban centers to grow the food of the future. Your diet currently, as they're planning, will be lettuce greens and lab-grown meat. Hope you enjoy that one. It's all going to be done by CRISPR technology, GMO techniques, adding and subtracting is what that translates to, adding and subtracting genes to the food, making sure that they test it once in a while on a lab rat so it doesn't die. 
and controlling the seeds, controlling the production system, keeping everything under lock and key because it's owned by corporate entities. But trust us, we'll feed you. Trust us, we'll give you a 300-square-foot box to live in. It's a low-carbon footprint box and a UBI, universal basic income, and maybe free internet because the world is a stage. They want everybody moved into the utopia of meta so that you forget about your surroundings and live in these dumps that they're putting us in and ultimately dumb people down with the sole purpose of harvest, whatever the harvest looks like for them, whether it's harvest of soul or harvest of by fear or harvest of body parts, but you're there for their good, their, for their benefit, not for your own. That's the world we live in. And that path that they're offering, that path that's a lies ahead, which has all the bells and whistles of Elon Musk and brain chipping, uh, Elon Musk, who's apparently going to save the world with buying Twitter, that, that Elon Musk, the one that fake launched his Tesla into space, the one that has put a rocket into space that somehow had a mouse running on the afterburner. Not sure how that happened, but amazing. Must be a durable, genetically modified mouse. It's all a stage, folks. Nothing out here is real. And that's just it. I mean, take a listen to this piece. It's a really good perspective on The View. For anybody who actually watches The View, I mean, are there ratings that actually show that they have an audience? Because I have a sneaking suspicion it's just televisions playing in doctor's offices that nobody is watching. Prove me wrong. I think that's a lot of TV. And it just plays. It's just done. But it's used as an example so that when they need to point to something, they don't point to real events. They always point to fake events. They can quote Whoopi for saying something stupid. They can quote these people, and they can create a fake audience. They hire the audience. Those audiences aren't real. Canned laughter is one of the oldest tricks in the book, and yet we continue to watch and believe. It is, it's stunning. And whether it's America's Got Talent, whether it's the these shows with like Simon Cowell and all these, most of those people have been trained and conditioned before they ever get there. All of this is a coordinated effort to pacify. And through the TV and through the various mechanisms of media, they have been doing this and they're doing it more and more and more. And the stunning part is that now TV is even bridging into some measure of reality. It's, I don't even know how to describe this. Listen to this one. And then we'll talk about it. This here is mifepristone. This is the first of two pills you would take to end a pregnancy. And it would induce an abortion, this very pill, um, by blocking the hormone and allowing a pregnancy to grow. And I want to show you how easy it is and safe it is by taking it myself. You're taking it. Are you? Are you not? Are you? You're not pregnant, are you? Blackmore went on to say that yes, she was pregnant and that this was her third abortion. In reality, these pills are far from a safe, easy, painless procedure. The regimen has been proven to be four times riskier than surgical abortion and can lead to severe heavy bleeding, incomplete abortions, and even death. It just become, became a TV series, apparently, a news hour event where someone can pop an abortion pill with a smile and show you how easy it is. I don't know who believes this junk. I don't even know who pays attention to it. 
But apparently enough people do that they're going to keep it up because they feel that there's a way to get to people and corrupt the minds. And most probably it's going to be the vulnerable and the youth. We have an obligation as a, as a world to start calling this out louder and louder to try to get to people to have them realize what's going on because what we're developing is a world that has no value in life. That's the Luciferians. That's the freaks. That's the transgenders. That's all these people that don't have, they've made a choice in their life not to have children because they want to have relationships of a bizarre kind. And that dehumanizes the entire process and abortion then becomes a normal justifiable genocide that gets at the very core of who we are as as a world and as humanity because it's inconvenient they don't want to have the the responsibility for sex they just also don't want to have the responsibility for a child when they're not ready here's a great perspective i'm not anti-gay I'm not anti-transgender. I'm not anti any of these things. What, I'm, what I am anti is propagating your worldview on other people's children. If you're gay and you can't have kids, why do you now believe it's your right to go to other people's kids and tell them how to think? Don't come talk to my kid about it. That's my child. I will program my child with my worldviews. I raise them. I pay for them. They're my kid. They're not your kid. And they're not the government's kid. You've decided that having sex with women isn't worth it for you. You don't want to have children. You want to have sex with men. Fine. Your decision and you're entitled to it. That does not give you the entitlement to go to other people's families who did decide to have children and raise them and try and program their children. Leave the kids alone. That's the psychosis, though. You have to become like me because I'm insecure, they say. They don't say it. They're just showing it. Because they're insecure, because they're defined by their sexuality, because they're not being accepted by the mainstream. They have to take it out and make others like them because they can't propagate. And the only way to propagate is to screw other people up, especially kids. I've been saying this all along, and I stand by this. Coming out of this awakening, and we will come out of this. And in the end, we will definitely win this. But I'm saying it now. If you are a gay transgender, I don't care what you are. That's your issue in your bedroom. It's not in the public square. But if you're going to be in the public square with it and you aren't coming out hard against this grooming and hard against these freaks, you're just one of them. And in the end, the backlash of this pendulum is going to be ugly. You're not going to like it. The fact of the matter is, is we get to a place right now where we start to get accountability back in our system. And that accountability is coming. It's slow. It's painful. It's going to require every single one of us to be involved from the local level on up. And it will eventually turn. But it's going to require some hard and very painful decisions. It requires us to stand boldly on our own. It requires for us to break away from the corporate grid. It means we have to work together as communities. It means we have to do without. We have to improvise to fill the gap. We're going to have to get creative. We're going to have to do what our colonists did in order to win. And we will. But when we get through all of that, what's going to be really clear in that time down the road when the vote is really done the right way all of this nonsense that we've been being shared being told this idea that everybody is somehow supposed to be a transgender freak the idea that somehow we have all the voices the minorities leading the world i got news for you that's not what it's going to look like And those minorities are going to become uber minorities ultra minorities so small they're going to try to scream but no one cares And that's the worst part. 
is, is we're not trying to dehumanize people, but when you get ostracized from society for being a, a groomer, for being a freak and not standing up for what's right, hate to say it, but you've earned your justice. Here's a good perspective on where the world is today. I never dreamed that I would have to face the prospect of not living in the United States of America, at least not the one I've known all my life. I've never wished to live anywhere else. This is my home, and I was privileged to be born here. But today I woke up, and as I had my morning coffee, I realized that everything is about to change. No matter how I vote, no matter what, I say something evil has invaded our nation, and our lives are never going to be the same. I've been confused by the hostility of family and friends. I look at people I've known all my life, so hate-filled that they agree with opinions they would never express as their own. I think I may have, well, entered the twilight zone. We've become a nation that has lost its collective mind. You can't justify this insanity. If a guy pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. Somehow, it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. Russians influencing our elections are bad, but illegals voting in our elections are good. It was cool for Joe Biden to blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if Donald Trump inquires about it. 20 is too young to drink a beer, but 18 is old enough to vote. People who have never owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who have never been slaves. People who have never been to college should pay the debts of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you'd better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the U.S. must go through a rigorous vetting process, but any illiterate gangbangers who jump the southern fence are welcome. $5 billion for border security is too expensive, but $1.5 trillion for free health care is not. If you cheat to get into college, you go to prison, but if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. People who say there is no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they're doing right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. And pointing out all this hypocrisy somehow makes us racist. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, and no civility. People are dying of a Chinese virus, but it's racist to refer to it as Chinese even though it began in China. We're clearly living in an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong but killing unborn babies is a-okay. Wake up, America. The great unsinkable ship, Titanic America, has hit an iceberg, is taking on water, and is sinking fast. Speak up. The best part of that piece is that's no one famous. It's just a person on TikTok. I'm pointing that out because that's great critical thinking. And that's what every single person needs to be driving home. We have an obligation in this world to be awake, to be engaged, to be critical thinkers, not be obedient slaves. And that lesson should have been learned even from Exodus because it took everything for Moses even to get them to leave. And they still were hesitant. As I say before, read it. In the end, it was the slave masters that were kicking the slaves out out of there. They're like, get out of here. Take the silver, take the gold. Take the kneading bowls. We're beyond that now. 
We have the knowledge before us. God's given us the knowledge, and with it, he gives us the wisdom. And it's our obligation to use that to move this country forward and to move it back to the pivot, back to the foundations of where we should have been all along. We have a great country. We have great people. We become timid. We become apprehensive. We become hesitant. We need mediators. We need warriors. And the best thing is, God doesn't distinguish of what a warrior looks like. But if you're called, you need to stand. It's that simple. And as far as I know, God's calling all of his children. So it's time to stand. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time we've come together to be here, to assemble, and to reflect deeply in this fellowship of the state of the world and the state of the union. We're in a mess, and it's a mess that has taken years to develop, and it's a mess that we can get out of, especially with you standing with us and guiding us. Father, there's been times that we've all stumbled in fear and hesitation. But as we stand here openly with our hearts, I can speak for myself and I would suspect many others that those fears are gone because we've reclaimed that position with you to understand truly what it is to walk fearless in this world. So in this time, we pray for the many warriors to stand, to have the spine and the backbone to, true, to put on the true armor that you put before us, that armor of God that we know is there for us to stand boldly against this enemy, to move diligently and with the wisdom that you provide for us, be intentional about our acts, to not allow this nonsense to continue, to call out truth everywhere, to use the power of scripture and the power of him, to use that power of faith in our walk, to not be intimidated by any voice, and yet to walk with the power and softness of Christ that can literally move mountains and stop storms. Guide us in this time. Protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. Lots ahead in the coming months and weeks, or weeks and months. But here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to say it a lot. You're going to hear me say it a lot. Make sure you're growing food in your garden. Make sure you get your skills of hunting up. Make sure you understand what you need to have for prepping to endure time. I don't know how long this storm is going to last. I don't know if the storm is going to be months, if it's going to be weeks. Hard to say. But don't get caught flat-footed. And the most important thing about that is it's not just you and I. We also have to keep an eye on our neighborhoods and our, and our communities. Not everybody's going to be as awake and ready for what's coming, but it's coming. We have the Russian ruble now that is growing in strength, 11% up in the year 2022. We have people that are for the first time in probably over 40 years, countries are now opening accounts at the Russian Central Bank to buy gas and natural gas and petroleum in rubles. That means the petroleum dollar is now dead. It's on its dying throes. And it will begin a radical slide, and there will be tons of events to distract everybody. There's already people that have lost their whole life savings with the crashing of the crypto markets and other crashes on the stock markets. And it's only going to get worse. When people start to not have an ability to buy, they start to lose their home or their ability to pay rent, and they don't have an ability to have food. 
That's when the real problem begins. And so we have a choice. And if we're building a community and we have a tribe, then that's where the tribes have to come together to work with each other, to strengthen the tribe and to stand strong. There will be a lot of chaos, but we'll get through this. And most importantly, above all that, put God at the center of all things. Make sure your prep bag has a Bible on the top and make sure you've got extra Bibles for those that are going to need it when this whole thing crashes down. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. So keep your prayers up and listen deeply for the wisdom he's offering because he's speaking loudly. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Fearlessly occupy the land, expand the kingdom, mission forward. See you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.